Happy New Year! Welcome to the Christian Call Center, where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. All right, as we stated in our recap video, welcome to the first episode of 2023. Yay! Woo. One of our new surprises, of course, is that we have a brand new operator. Joining us for the foreseeable future is Miss Whitney James. Welcome to the call center, Whitney. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. <laughs> it's a scream for me. Now I feel like I'm on iCarly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, we're so glad to have you, Whit. We're really excited. Um, our recap episode was pretty cool, and we hope you enjoyed going down memory lane with us. We were talking; we were able to talk about everything we did for almost a year, and what we're hoping to get into for this year. So, thank you for going on that. Thank you for joining us for this journey so far. It's been really nice to have people support us and actually listen to what we have to say. Speaking of New Year, um, how many people do y'all know started January 1st with the hashtag New Year, New Me? I think we quit on that. There are plenty of them. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You said we quit on that, John? I mean, I haven't seen people I know say that nonsense. Oh. <laughs> I've seen it a lot. Especially, you know, when the first rolls around, everybody's like, oh, my God, this year I'm going to do this. And this year I'm just going to, like, be different. And this year and this year. And it just really, like, had me thinking, like, why why does everybody, like, wait till January 1st to want to do something significant in their life? Like, you have the entire year to take steps to be better, to do better. But everybody wants to wait till January 1st to almost make unrealistic goals. Why? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I wish I knew the answer to that. Because I feel like, I feel like people just want to. I feel like January 1st almost feels like a reset button for some people. They're like, oh, you know, the new year is here, so I can just uh, throw out everything that happened last year, like like wash it off like it's a shower. Like some for some reason, January 1st is like a, a almost like a like a cleansing shower. I don't know. So they're like, yay, I can I can do things over again. I totally agree. I feel like a lot of people just this year in particular, but I've heard that like because New Year's is on a Sunday and, you know, like 
first month on the first like it was gonna be different but i also feel like it does um just set us up for failure because i feel like by waiting until the first that increases a lot of procrastination that you could have done like you could have let go of last year mm-hmm. yeah and if you like hurry up and do it in the previous year you can already have like a little bit of a head start before the year comes so you know you could be more prepared on like little stuff on how to maneuver um into your new year at least that's what i did i i agree with that i feel like part of the issue um too is like there there is an expectation that um you're supposed to set these goals because it's like okay from january 1st to this december 31st i have to make sure that something significant happens in 2023 so this will be the year that i finally buy this house this will be the year that i finally start this business this will be the year that i finally do this 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 and this um and sometimes not necessarily in these bigger goals but oftentimes in the smaller goals we have we set ourselves up like you said for failure we say these things and we don't have like an action plan it's like every and you know that it's been like this for decades every single first of the year where does everybody go the gym, the gym. every year and it goes not too much on me though hey i've I'm been in the saying. gym since then no and and i hear you and i'm not i'm i'm not saying you you either but i'm saying everybody but nah, if you look like they it's it's a meme now it's like you see the uh the the reg the regular gym goers looking at all these new people in the gym it's like where are all these people no literally because you know that you don't work out for real you better move out my way because exactly. i've been in the gym for real move <laughs> and this and you're hogging up my equipment <laughs> there's two sides to the coin because it's like you know what if this is your year to start like more power to you like i want to support you but then also like this goes to the point that i was trying to make it's like you create these goals for yourself but you don't have a plan in place to make sure you remain consistent with this goal it is good that you want to be healthy and it's good that you want to lose weight but are you thinking realistically of the type of person that I am to be able to achieve this? It's like everybody automatically feels like once that ball drops on, on December 31st into January 1st, it's like, okay, I'm this new person. I'm this go-getter. Like all of a sudden your personality change, your desires change, your wants change. Like who you were is like a race. And all of a sudden you have this go-getter mindset and all this it's like a button was pushed and you just snapped into like who you wanted to be without actually doing the work to become that person but you know what it is though at least from my perspective i've seen a lot of like my friends i guess maybe because we're in college and i don't want to say that we're quote unquote like some of like the depressed college student phase mm-hmm. and they're trying to like be the new year new me type of deal but I feel like the holiday season can really just drain you and drag you through the mud. True. Like yeah. you're literally like, oh my God, I want to do this. And that's why you prolong it. And yeah. that's why I feel like maybe that makes sense. That's why you procrastinate because you're like, 
I want to get in the gym. I literally just want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, you know, maybe that's something that I really want to work on with my friends at least. Mm-hmm. So now, now the question really is how, when it comes to January 1st, if, if we're going to continue with this trend of January 1st, we set these goals, we set these expectations, how do we make sure that we're not just all talk? Like, cause I know there are a bunch of people were on what the, the second week of January and there are probably a bunch of people who have already messed up in their new year's resolutions. How do we set ourselves up to make sure that these goals that we do set on January 1st are able to be maintained throughout the entire year? I think one of the biggest things is being realistic. Yeah. If you know yourself, you should know yourself. Like, especially coming out of the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people have had a lot of time (laughs) evaluate who they right. are as individuals yeah so you know yourself so if you know who you are you should know the type of goals that are realistic for you as a person but i think to back off of john like you just have to make sure that you're being consistent um i wasn't always a gym girly all my life you know so like there would literally be days like i remember when i first started going to the gym like senior year of high school, bro. Like I literally, it would be days where I'm like, oh yeah, I know how to do this workout. And then like on maybe the wearier days, I would be like, bro, I really just don't want to get up. But I would literally go to the gym. Like I would literally drive to the gym get on the Stairmasters for like 10 minutes, get off and then leave <laughs> because all it takes is consistency. I still was at the gym. I probably didn't do my full workout, but I did something. Mm-hmm. And that that made me consistent. I think that part is very important for people to understand. It's not necessarily that um it's not necessarily about because consistency looks different for a lot of people and it could be very different depending on the season in your life. It's not always about, okay, I want to, and I'm just going to use exercise as the, as the, the, um, whatever. Example. I can't think of the word example of the example. Thank you. <laughs> I'm using exercise as the example. My goal is to work out 30 minutes every single day. And um, to utilize what you said, Whitney, it doesn't necessarily mean that just because I didn't spend 30 minutes means I failed. And I think that's that's the problem when it comes to when people set these goals and then something happens because life happens every day. And sometimes, you know, you can't quite make that goal. It doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you have to beat yourself up about it. It doesn't mean that you need to throw it all out the window because people do that. But right now it just means that there was a wrench in in the plan and I might not be able to work out for a couple days in a row, but I'm going to be right back on it on Sunday. That doesn't make you any less consistent because you're still remaining within the plan. You're still remaining within the goal. And I feel like I, especially me, like I've, I've been that person, which is why I had to learn 
who I was, like you said, John, I used to be the type to um, want to schedule everything at a very particular time. And I'll be like, okay, at 6 p.m. I'm going to do this. And at 7 p.m. I'm going to do this. And if I don't start this thing at six by 6.01, I'm like, well, I'll try again tomorrow. And it's like, no, that, why do you feel like just because you didn't start this thing at six o'clock on a dot that automatically like negated everything that you had intention of doing? You can still do it. It just might not be the full hour that you anticipated, but you still gave your time and attention to this thing. And I feel like a lot of people fail in that capacity because they're like, I didn't commit to this goal to every specific detail of this goal. Going every day is just as beneficial as going and staying 30, 60 minutes, two hours or whatever. You just have to figure out how to make that work for you. But you know, what's really different though. Mm -hmm. One goal that I, every single year I put it on the list and by like day three, I'm already scratching it off my new year's resolution. Oh, <laughs> Why? Reading the Bible plan. Like it was like the Bible plan. Like what is it? Reading the Bible, the Bible. in one year, bro. I remember the church did it. Child, you know why? I tell you, <laughs> you know why? Three, I was like, I was gone. Whitney, and and it might not be for some people, but honestly, Whitney, those Bible plans, not the specific read your Bible and the year plans, are so unrealistic. And I will tell you why. Here's the thing. You do not have to read that Bible in order from Genesis to Revelation. No, for real. You really no. don't. And I no. think, and I think that's part of it. I think we're so stuck on, oh my God, I have to make sure I read Genesis four through six tonight. No, can I just pick up my Bible? Maybe I want to read Esther today. Maybe I want to read Nehemiah today. Maybe I want to read Mark today. But at least I read the Bible. Yeah. What would, what would be better? And this is what we're talking about, solutions. What would be better and what would be a lot cooler is if we created like this, because some people are visual people and it might work for me. And I think I actually might do it. If we create this chart of all of the books of the Bible and all the numbers, like, you know how they have those scratch off um, uh, maps for people who travel the world? Yeah, like a bucket list. Yes. If we have those scratch offs for like the books of the Bible, it would be, I feel like it would work better for some people, not everybody, because some people can really stick to those plans. But I think that would be a good solution and just scratch off whichever one you read. So like if I started in like the middle of Joe, I just like, I'm a really, I'm a really big reader, you guys. Like, mm -hmm. and that's one thing. I always tell myself if I can read chapter books or like um, fiction and nonfiction, because, you know, I'm a student still, but like if I can read all these books, like I can literally sit down and read my organic chemistry book. Mm -hmm. But then like, like after one chapter of the Bible, mm -hmm. I'm already out of breath, giving up, ready to close it. Like, Not out of breath. <laughs> All right, so here, here, here's what I could, here's what I could say for that one, uh -huh. because I feel like people are gonna look at this and be like, "Oh, it's these young people." Because nah, that's cap. I know a lot of people who are older than us who don't want to sit down and read the Bible either. Yeah, so I think part of it is 
stop trying to stick to the King James version too. That's also a really good point. No, because literally I tried, I translated it to like the the young literal translation or whatever. And arts and people's names and all of this stuff. Like (laughs) I'm not gonna sit here and read a chapter of names. I'm not doing it. Because no, literally, he was the father of this person and that person. I'm just like, okay. Okay, what's the tea now? What like literally what what is what's going on? I need to know who betrayed who. Like, because come on now. Me, me, me reading the Bible. I'm not I'm not what am I sitting here and reading the Bible? Am I reading the Bible just because it's something to do, or am I reading the Bible because I want to learn something? Am I reading the Bible because I'm trying to receive something from God? If I'm just reading the Bible because they say it's something you should do every year. Then I'm not really doing it for its intended purpose. Yeah. So. No, I I definitely agree. I think um, I think also like again, it it also comes back to who you are as like a student too. Um, how do you learn? Because people learn differently. Um. So for me, and we had this conversation, um, a couple of, of us sisters in the church when we went out to eat, because we were asking each other, like, how do we study the Bible? And for me, I'm an audiovisual learner. So like, I like to hear and I like to see at the same time. So for me to be able to read the Bible, I don't read the Bible in order because I'm going to be honest. So, like you said, some books I don't really want to read right away. It's not of interest to me. I don't want to sit there and read chapters of the names. Like you said, some of the stories are not interesting to me. They should be, um, but they're not like some, some of them are captivating and it, it grabs your attention. And some of them are like, you know, like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, although they're different, they're literally the same story over and over again, you know? So like, do I want to read this for three days in a row? No, but maybe I might read Matthew in January and not touch Mark until like July, because at least that spaces out that I have different content in between, whatever point. Long story short, I use this app called Bible project and Bible project creates these videos, um, that explains, um, like the storylines of these different books of the Bible. So I'm able to watch this video that explains the entire. So, for example, if I'm talk, if I'm reading Ezra, there's a, a eight minute video on the entire uh, book of Ezra and everything that happened within Ezra. So it gives me a visual representation of the breakdown of the book. So then, when I'm reading it, I'm like, okay, it said this in the video, and it said this in the video, and I'm able to make that connection, which makes it more captivating for me to be able to process this more. That yeah. makes it more interesting for me, you know. So, but that's because I figured out my learning style. I figured out my reading style. Yes, I will pick up fiction books all the time. I used to, I have favorite authors that I used to read all the time. I like certain books. I like dystopian novels. So yes, I can sit there and I can read that and I'll be done with it in two days. But the story's different. You know what I mean? So the Bible is a bunch of stories that's put together. So I may want to read sci-fi one day. I might want to read fantasy another day. I might want to read um, history another day. I might want to read fiction the other day, another day. Same thing with the Bible. I might want to read Genesis one day and I might want to read Mark the other day because it's it's something different that I'm getting out of each book. And I feel like that will work better for some people to be able to do that, you know? So it's not like you don't want to read the Bible. It's just more so this particular book 
might not grab my attention like revelation might. So when I'm tired, I might want to read the more interesting book because it'll keep me up versus when I have all the energy, maybe I might read the book that I'm not so interested in because I have the energy to be able to read it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I definitely agree with you. Like, do what works for you and stop yeah. trying to do what other people tell you to do. Because um, what works for me is not going to work for you. It's not going to work for somebody else. But once you come to the conclusion of, okay, I'm reading this mm -hmm. for this purpose, or I'm reading this because this is what I want to receive today. Or I'm reading it because I feel some type of way and I need to find a scripture that helps me deal with what I'm dealing with. That part. Like there are so many, there are so many reasons to read the Bible other than okay. I'm and a sometimes I'm like read the Bible. Like what? Yeah. And like sometimes through that method, like you won't even realize it. You went through the whole Bible and didn't even know. Yep. You know? Um, but back, back to the, the topic at hand, it's so goal setting. It's yes. about, um, realistic. Yeah. Like being realistic in your expectations, knowing what you actually can and cannot achieve. Like, um, like healthy eating. Some people are like, oh my God, carbs are bad. And I'm going to cut out carbs. Well, I don't even want to say that I'm going to cut out, um, grains because carbs there's a lot of carbs carbs are in everything so you can't really fully cut out carbs but i'm gonna cut out pastas and breads and all of these things knowing very well you eat sandwiches every other day you know you eat rice for dinner every other day so we yeah, texas roadhouse facts exactly you know you be eating them biscuits you know you've been eating them rolls you know when you go to all of these places that's the first thing that you want to get on your plate so realistically, if I say I'm going to cut out carbs, when I know carbs takes or grains, whatever, it takes a big portion of my normal everyday diet, this might not be a realistic goal for me to achieve. So maybe instead I can say, you know, I like to eat pasta and I eat pasta twice a week. So maybe one time a week, I might not eat the regular uh pasta i might eat the the spinach pasta or i might eat the black bean pasta or i might eat the the veggie pasta or whatever or maybe mm -hmm. i'll try noodles the zucchini noodles instead of regular pasta noodles you know i feel you have to know because again smart goals right what is it specific measurable attainable i always forget the r is r realistic it might be realistic, realistic, yeah, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and um, I think that the last one is time. So you, if you're going to set these goals, you have to be specific and something that's measurable and attainable because you have to be able to see it. So it's not necessarily, okay, I'm going to cut out all pastas because sometimes you don't really realistically see how you're going to be able to do that. So you might be like, you know what, I'm going to cut out spaghetti from my diet once a month. Maybe you eat spaghetti every two weeks. 
So I'm only going to eat spaghetti once a month. So you know there might be a specific day that you could put, okay, that day is going to be spaghetti day. And I know that one, that's something that you can look forward to, especially if you like spaghetti. Um, but it's measurable because you can say, okay, on the 15th of every month, I know for a fact that this is what I'm doing. So I know that on the other days of the month, I can't touch spaghetti. You know, that's realistic. That's something that you can see. It's a specific time attached to it, all that stuff. Like that's how you have to envision the goals that you're setting. Apply it to everything that you do in life, you know? Agreed. Definitely agreed. Um, and honestly, I feel like that'll, that'll help you even with like doing stuff in your everyday life, like beyond the goals you want to set for the year, just like stuff you want to get done every day, make it, make it make sense for you. Like if you know today, when you go to work, you got to get this, this, and this done set yourself up for success. And I feel like if you set yourself up for success in the small things, you'll be able to set yourself up for success in the bigger goals you want in life. Exactly. Sometimes you have to start small. Yeah, man. So what 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 uh what goals we got for this year? Any any goals people got for this year? What are we what are we looking forward to doing? So my goals started before this year, I think. And I think that that's kind of what I was talking about when it came to the whole January 1st thing. Like I put in the work prior to reaching January 1st so that I would be able to start this year with a completely different mindset. You know what I mean? So for example, you know, I, I had to, again, learn, learn myself. Like I had a, um, I have a love hate relationship with planning. Um, and I can talk more about that later or on a different episode, but there's a reason why I don't fully plan things. Um, and, um, I had to learn how to, make goals that were attainable for me. I had to learn how to make goals that were something that I could actually achieve and be excited to do it. Um, so like, for example, I was never the type to like want to exercise, work out, eat right, all of those things. But pr- prior to um, the beginning of the year, I started working on like little ways that I can change my lifestyle. So I might, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, change like a certain thing. I learned how to certain foods that I like to eat, make healthier versions of it. You know, like I like pastas a lot. So making a healthier version of like spaghetti and meatballs or making a healthier version of mac and cheese, making a healthier version of tacos, like the things that I love to eat, but just switching it up enough that, okay, yeah, I can still enjoy this taco, but I might not put like a bunch of cheese on it. I might not put so much sour cream on it like I might you know it's little things like that that helps me to be able to you know achieve these goals so like I was never a person that wanted to work out either I have a love-hate relationship with the gym sometimes I go sometimes I don't I like having partners when it comes to working out so like I don't like going to the gym alone so obviously if somebody's like yeah let's go to gym I'm the first one on it absolutely I would love to go with somebody else not by myself 
So I was like, you know what? I have to work out though. So I have to create a love relationship with working out from home. If I don't like going to the gym by myself, I can, my room is my room. I can work out in my room. So I'm trying to work out every day at home. And it's been working for me for the past 11 days. So things like that, it was because I I had to learn my mindset. I had to learn what consistency looked like for me. I had to learn what, what goals I, as I am able to achieve prior to reaching the point where I set the goal. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. the goal now is I need to work out every day. That's the current goal. But before that, I had to address the reasons why I didn't want to get up. I had to address the reasons why I didn't want to put the gym clothes on. I had to address the reasons why I didn't want to eat certain things. I had to address those issues first to be able to know, okay, when I do set this goal, I can actually achieve it, which I have been. You see? Woo! Yes. First of all, a round of applause. Thanks. Yes, most definitely. Thanks. And I think that's a that's a that's a good point. Like setting the stage for the goals you want to achieve, because it's easy to set a goal, but like if you don't put things in place for you to be able to achieve that goal, it's like, what am I doing here? Like you're gonna you're gonna end up failing three days in and be like, well, why did I fail? No, because it really be like that. <laughs> I just, I think my goal for this year is, I have two goals, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, two of my major goals. One of them, I want to start cooking more because yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> and then the second goal is to, I have Whitney Wednesday, so I do have a self-care day out of the week for myself. And that's been a thing since, like, high school. But I do want to incorporate, like, a solo date every month, which is very scary, you guys. I went on my first solo date today. And I was so scared because, like, I guess I'm just so used to, like, talking to other people before like before I get in the restaurant or like when I'm at the table or you know just like little stuff like I try not to be on my phone and I was just like looking at stuff I was more aware of like my surroundings and then I was like what's the what did the TikTok girly say They'd be like, um, romanticize your life. And I was like kind of in that like headspace. Does that make sense? I don't know what you're referring to, but I do understand what you're saying. No, like, you know how they're always like, just romanticize like whatever you're doing. And like, I literally felt like I was frolicking in the wind. I felt like I was the main character, like everything about just going out to eat by yourself. And it doesn't have to be at dinner. Like I literally went like around brunch time and that was nice. That was a, a good point that you just made too. Like 
I lost it. I want to challenge everybody. No, that's what it was. Thank you. Doing the things that scare you. Yeah. Like, though, that's really important because in that, you're going to find things about yourself that you didn't realize you were capable of. So, okay. I was really freaked out, though, because at first, I would have been too. I I was like, what is going on? And y'all, like, I literally enjoy my own company. Like, I would literally hang out with myself every single day and have no complaints. But something, it's something about, like, literally just being at the restaurant by yourself scares me. Yeah, I've I've definitely wanted to do things like that. Um, but I I feel like I've kind of copped out because I've definitely been to like coffee shops and things like that by myself. Um, but I've always made them like working lunches almost. So I would go to these places and then I'd be like, okay, like I'm just going to sit outside and like do homework or I'm going to sit outside and, you know, whatever, plan stuff, you know, like, and even though it's enjoyable and it's productive and it gives me a change of scenery, it's like, I'm technically not really spending time with myself. Um, I'm spending time, you know, involving myself in the work. So it's not quite what it's supposed to be, but I mean, yeah, I think I might add that to my list too, Whitney, because I think that's important to be able to do that. I ain't gonna hold you. That is terrifying. And I know we just talked about doing things that scare you, but I so I already spend enough time by myself. And I feel like we talked about this in a previous episode, but or at least I, I made this specific point about myself in a previous episode. I don't like doing things by myself outside of my house, if that makes sense. Because like I feel like I'm already by myself all the time. So why would I go out yeah. and by myself? Why would I go to, to out to eat by myself? Why I go to the movies by myself? I'm already home by myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I live with Joe and we hang out, but like I'm already at home all the time when I'm not at work. So why would I go out and do things by myself? That terrifies me. Absolutely. And I feel like it's different for a lot of people because like I think um to be honest like i'm more extroverted than you are so for me like my social like i'm always on i'm always talking to people i'm always engaging people i'm always doing that so like i value more the space where i do i can be by myself because of the fact that i'm i'm so extroverted i'm so like into people you know what i mean versus you you're more introverted you you value being alone you do talk to people but you're not like as social you know as me so i think that that might be where it's coming from a little bit um as to the reason why that might not be something that you would personally like to do but for me i think and speaking for myself i think the reason because i would i would love to try going to the movies by myself i really would i'm scared to do it but i think it would be interesting to try it um, because of the fact that like, again, I'm that social person. I'm the type that I'm like, um, 
I'm the type where, you know, I'm always dragging somebody along. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do this. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to today. I don't want to be around people. I want to be by myself, but I still want to go out. You see that, that, that doesn't make sense sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. I did the movie thing by myself once by accident. Uh-huh. And that was actually kind of fun. You see? So that was that, but that's like I feel like that's different because I'm sitting in the movies. Like I'm watching the movie and then I'm gonna go home. Like I'm already here. I'm not gonna not do it, you know. Me but, personally, I just feel that the movies is not a solo date. I don't even I don't even think that the movies is even a real date. Just because you're not engaging with that other person or you're not like, what's it called? You're just not engaging with the other person. You're not focused on just being there in the moment. You're focused on the movie. Yeah, but then like after the movie, you could talk to the other person about the movie. Like y'all could, like, I feel like a movie by itself isn't a date with another person. But like a movie could be a date by yourself because you're going by yourself. So you enjoying your movie. You don't have to interact with people because you're by yourself. Yeah, like I think that some people view certain things as a social gathering. So like going to the movies is viewed as a social gathering. You know what I mean? So like a lot of times when it comes to people going out to certain places, it's a social event. It's not necessarily something that you do by yourself. Going on a date is a social event. I go with another person, even if it's a friendship date. I'm going with my friend or friends. We're going out to eat. The expectation is I'm going to the movies. I'm going to be with this other person. And we may interact because when me and John go to the movies, we talk. I'll be asking him random questions during the movie. I do that with everybody. You know, I talk or, or whatever. We, ha we don't have full on conversations. But, you know, it's something that I, I, I know that I'm with somebody and we're able to talk about, like, what's going on. If I go to the movies by myself, it's just me in a big theater by myself enjoying a movie, which I can very well do at home. But there's a social piece that's attached to it that makes it it's different than being at home. It's being around other people. You know, you're outside of your home. You know, like there, there's all of those those factors. And then like you think about the social piece of it. People are looking at you. Why are you in the movies by yourself? There might be less of a weird connotation to it in the movies than it would be like going out to a restaurant by yourself. But it's still weird. Like I feel like if I were to go on a date to a restaurant by myself, I need to have like the corner table in the back where nobody can see me because it's like I'm like truly really trying to be alone alone, you know? Yeah. Like, does it count if I like order the food and sit in my car? Is that a solo date? Whitney, you're the solo date expert of the three. Um, <laughs> not really. The whole purpose of the date, I just feel like the whole purpose of a solo date is, of course, for the food and for the aesthetic. The aesthetic. The aesthetic. And for the for the venue, I feel like 
you sitting in your car, that's not new. Like, you literally sit in your car every single time you have to drive somewhere. Like, literally, you could... Uh, but sitting in my car driving somewhere isn't the same as sitting in my car and just eating. Okay, but I could like, literally I go to McDonald's, car, drive to McDonald's it. and eat in my car the McDonald's that I just bought. Like, that's not a solo date, for real. Okay, the but I... Matters. I, I have bought food and driven to a park and like sat by the water okay but that's different though because but if i'm sitting in my car by the water it's different because i'm by the water like it's just <laughs> it's a stretch if you got out of your car then that would be okay so if i'm sitting at a park bench at the park eating my mcdonald's by myself <laughs> that's my solo date <laughs> yes Oh my god! But if I sit in my car, it's not a solo date. If I sit in my car in the parking lot of my apartment complex, that's not a solo date. It's not considered a. I mean, it would be still considered a solo date, but it's just like more of a. That's just like an everyday type of deal. Like you, you eating in your car. That's an everyday type of deal. You eating at home is an everyday type of deal. You eating by the pond, like you're probably you probably don't eat by the pond often. At all. Okay. Exactly. So, so like it's just the I guess it's like mainly the change of scenery. So if I cook food and walk to the pool and eat my food sitting by the pool. In my apartment complex. Is that a solo date? Do you eat by the pool often? No. Okay, then that would be considered one. I was about to say, I feel like we've only done that like once. <laughs> okay. I think I think see that and that's that's the thing that I learned. It's the baby steps. I have to like help myself get there. So eventually I want to be at a point where I can go to a restaurant and be able to do that. But maybe I can start with just going to sit by the pool in my apartment complex. It's not far. You know, I'm still sitting by the water. I'm by myself. And I'm just, like, enjoying nature. Because the whole point of the solo date is, like, for other people to, like, not approach you, but for other people to be there, but you still be comfortable. You can be comfortable in your car, but nine times out of ten, if you're eating in your car, your doors are locked. Absolutely. nobody's, yeah, like, nobody's coming in. Okay, it's 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 the idea of being surrounded by a bunch of people, but still enjoying the time that you have by yourself, and still maintaining your confidence. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Goal setting. I want to get there. That is a goal. However, smart, measurable, attainable. Oh my god. All that. <laughs> so as of right now, no, for real, I'm being so serious. My smart goal, because the bigger goal is to be able to go on a solo date. But I need to be able to be first comfortable with being outside in public by myself first. So I think I think going to the pool might be a start. You know, and, and that's a good point because I, I oftentimes think about I think so much sometimes about like what other people will say. So like I have been um that's the whole point of the huh? Yeah. 
like that's the whole point of like going out to right to be I comfortable know. with yeah but I'm still uncomfortable. So I'm trying to like, I feel, I feel like it would give me way too much anxiety if I were to like get up tomorrow and be like, I'm about to go out and go eat at, at Applebee's by myself. Oh my God. I will be terrified. I feel like I would literally cry at the bar or something, you know, like that would terrify me. So, uh, one, one of like the, the things I am have added to my list is to do these like prayer walks. It's only 15 minutes a day. You just walk around in nature and just talk to God, right? Um, I have not yet done it because I'm like, where am I going to walk? And again, this goes back to like not going to the gym by myself. Not where am I, I going to walk? No, for real. Like, I don't want to walk outside by myself in nature. And on top of that, I'm talking to God. So then it's going to look like I'm talking to myself. And then people are going to be like, yo, she all right? You know, like <laughs> they're gonna call the crazy people on you. No, nah, facts. Like I'm not trying to get like locked up. You know, so like, so I think about those things. So like, even though I want to be able to achieve this goal, because it would also help with my daily exercise, and it will also help with my relationship with God, and it'll be just nice to not like just come home and sit in the house. It will give me some time to be outside in fresh air when it's not getting dark at like five o'clock. You know, um, but. I, I have yet to achieve that. So like, how, how do I get to a point where I can be comfortable enough to be outside, do these prayer walks and not be thinking like all these thoughts that give me so, so much anxiety that I'm just going to sit in my car. Yeah. I was posing the question. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm good with being by myself. Like, if I'm out walking, I don't care what people looking at me. So, I don't really know how to how to tell you how to be confident in that. To be honest, because I'm just like, I'm gonna do it. Like, even if if I got my headphones in my ear and I'm listening to music, and then I'll start praying or whatever. Like, what I the point is to not do that. Like, what what is the point? Like to just like, like you're gonna be on these pro. It's literally you. You really shouldn't even have your phone. Like the point is, it's like you are in out in nature, you and God talking to God. Like in the woods. Like I mean, like, you don't necessarily have to be in the woods. Like, oh, that sounds like, that sounds like a like a first. <laughs> no, you don't have to be in the woods. Like you can like go to like a local park. You can walk around like the apartment complex. You can walk around your neighborhood. Like you don't have to be, you know, in the woods in the middle of nowhere. Like you can have your phone on you. You're just not on your phone. So like you're not using technology. So like using music like that, you wouldn't do that. Like you're just having conversation with God, but you're having these nature walks at the same time. So like even still, like I'll. I mean, I could walk around. Do it. Do it right now. I'm not going to do it right now. Man, we don't <laughs> do we record this episode. I'm just saying. Do it right now. Take the computer and go. I can't take the computer and go, genius. The internet don't go that far. Oh, my God. I'm just saying, like, I just, I want to be able to do these things. Like, I want to be able to go sit by the pool and have dinner. Like, I want that to be a goal that I reach. It's just, 
the thing, as, as I stated earlier, like there were things that I realized that I had to work on within myself in order to be able to achieve the goal of wanting to take care of my body and work out and eat better. You know, so like, what's the thing that I need to work on in order to be okay with being comfortable being by myself in public? I can be by myself in my room and I'm cool, but me going to sit by the pool, even though that's a smaller goal than going out to the restaurant, but that's still in itself a goal that I have to push myself to do. So like, what is the step before the step? Like, I guess for me, it's different because the first like the first time I'm somewhere that I don't particularly maybe know or just like a little bit shy or whatever like I get on my phone Mm -hmm. so to eliminate me and like to help me have more confidence in myself I just completely like put my phone in my purse or like just try to stay off of it Okay, so staying off of my phone. And that will help you, like, be more present in in the moment. That, that's not the issue. I hear you. That's not the issue. I think my issue is working up the courage to do it and not feel stressed and anxious while it's happening. That's what I'm saying. Like if I were to, I guess it just depends on the type of person because you literally stated like earlier how, huh? I'm asking for myself. Yeah. Like it depends on the type of person that you are because you stated that you are more, um extroverted Mm -hmm. and then like john is more introverted than you are so he's hanging out by himself all the time you're hanging out with other people like like most of the time so i guess it's just like you just have to work on your comfortability like in other settings like stuff that you normally say like if you want to go to brunch you don't always have to invite people to go to brunch just start off small go to like a smaller scale place and then I guess work your way up the pool by my house is the smallest scale place Yes, start at the pool by your house. <laughs> okay. I will start there. I will try to achieve that goal before the end of the month. Check back with me, y'all. Amen. Okay, so next next thing that we need to talk about. Because we talked about goal setting, how to achieve these goals. We talked about smart goals. Now, another thing that has been a popular trend is I want to leave that person behind in 2022. So. Okay. Because. (laughs) Y'all, I'm in a little bit of a dilemma. Gotta be honest. Go ahead, Whitney. What's your dilemma? Like. It's not 
uh it's not specific people i want to leave behind Mm -hmm. it's specific things that i want to leave behind like okay um i'm i was never too much of a gossiper but I love hearing other people's tea, like what other people got going on. Like I wouldn't spread it, but I'd just be like, oh, okay, like, like interesting. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> but then I'd be like, okay, I really don't care what they said or what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Let me just focus on myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one thing that I want to like establish is um for people to just stop coming like to me with drama that they have with another person. Like, I understand that you want to vent about your drama and whatnot, but like, I literally just don't have the mental capacity to hold whatever drama issues that you have going on. Like, that's not me anymore. How do I like, cut that out of my life or how do I leave that behind or leave it behind in 2022 um as a counselor in the room (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) I have to listen to all the problems um so with that being said um no uh so I think I think it it always goes back to it depends on the person, right? So when it comes down to like leaving certain things behind or yeah, like leaving certain things behind, you have to know what your triggers are. I think that's where it starts. So if you like you said you want to like avoid the tea conversation. So you might have to pay attention to the people who always had the tea and maybe you can't be around them. Or um, if you're confident enough to address it to specific people and be like, you know what? I don't want to be part of the conversation. I don't want to talk about this. Can we change the subject or just say, hey, I'm going to talk to you later. Um, That would be my only suggestion as far as like leaving behind, like not wanting to be the person who all is always hearing the tea. Okay. But let me just tell you something. So, you know me, I got a little Bible in it now. James four and seven literally says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If I start running away (laughs) from people, (laughs) just imagine like them trying to say something about like a church member or whatever, and I'm over here running away from them. They gonna feel some type of way. Oh wow! Like literally, that's what the Bible says to do. Like then also say protect your peace. Like look, sis, fleeing doesn't necessarily always mean running. You know, so if that is your flee. Then, girl, run, sprint, jog, whatever you got to do to get away from it, <laughs> do that. Um, but fleeing doesn't necessarily mean that you have to physically run away from it. It could just be, again, like I said, stopping the conversation from happening. That means you're, like, nipping in the bud. That means, like, okay, I know that I can't handle this, so I'm going to resist it. And by resisting, I'm telling you, this cannot happen. I cannot handle this. I cannot take this. Please respect this boundary that I'm setting for myself. 
And yeah, if you want us to continue a friendship, we can, but we cannot talk about certain things. That's also a, a version of fleeing. Sometimes it's just ignoring them. If they, they're constantly calling you and they didn't respect the first boundary of saying like, hey, right now is not a good time to talk. And they keep trying to push it. They keep trying to push it. Ignoring them is also fleeing. You're not physically running from them, but you're also not giving them the space to be able to communicate whatever it is that they need to communicate with you. Protect your space. Protect your bubble. You know? That is the theme of my 2023. I would love to see it, though. If I see Whitney take off running. Bro, I'm gone. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nothing but a word. I'm out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody gonna be like, what's going on, Whitney? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. She's protecting her peace all 2023. Don't worry about it. And y'all better not follow me either. Look, people <laughs> chasing you around. You know, black people, they like, as soon as you run, they're going to run behind you. Uh-uh. That's when you start quoting scriptures. It said, resist the devil. <laughs> they're going to be like, why is she running? The Bible you says, don't use the enemy. The like, devil. you know, got to do what you got to do. <laughs> oh my God. You put that on a t shirt. But like literally, I think it's it's not even it's not about leaving the people in 2022 for me. It's leaving the things that the people allow con- to consume them. Like the gossip, like I don't want to be around anybody that gossips anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I don't hang out with a lot of people like I mean I hang out with my group, but my group like at school doesn't look like the previous group that I used to hang out with at church. Yeah. Like I literally left all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, you have to know what you can and can't handle too, you know, because if you, if people are doing certain things and again, it triggers, Oh, your sound is gone. I don't know what happened, but we can't hear you, Joe. Hello? Yeah. Okay, Whitney, you're here, but where'd Joe go? (laughs) I don't know. I think she left us in 2022. I'm sorry, last joke, bro. Wait, can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, yes. we can hear you now. How'd you feel like I left in 2022 with me? <laughs> oh my god, see the devil, bro. The devil be playing with me. I don't even know what I was bro. saying. Don't even worry about it. Nah, because it was probably important. <laughs> it probably was. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, leave the devil in 2022. How about that? Facts. Just like, just like, just like Janelle left. <laughs> That's how quick I need y'all to be. That's how quick That's I need quick y'all to be. We're, we're resisting. That's Whitney like, out of there. 
Exactly. <laughs> that oh is my, my challenge for everybody listening on this podcast right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Zoom meeting at work. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> Zoom meeting at work. Wait. Y'all might want to hit that end call button. <laughs> Oh no. Protecting my pizza 2023. Oh man, I cannot believe the internet did that to me. Um that's that cox, y'all. <laughs> nah, for real, because I actually was on the wrong Wi-Fi. That's why it happened. I didn't oh, it was my fault. It was but it was working this whole time. That's why I didn't even realize I was on the wrong Wi-Fi. Um anyway. Back to the whole topic at hand. Um, yes, leaving people and things behind. People, sometimes you do have, I was talking about boundaries. Sometimes you do have to leave people in 2022 and they have to understand. Um, one thing that people talk about is as you grow, there are people that are going to grow with you and there are people that are not. Some people are in your life for a season. Some people are in your life for a reason. All of those things that people tell you all of the time. Uh, what does Ecclesiastes 3 say? There's a time to plant and time to grow and all, blah, all of that stuff. That basically means there, there's a time for everything. So there might be a time for this particular friendship and it might end in this particular time. My friendship with you might have only lasted from 2020 to 2021. And I had to leave you back in 2021. Now we in 2023, I'm not about to pick you back up again. So to all those people who have all these people that like to come back into the forefront around the holidays because it's always this season where all these exes want to be texting your phone around Thanksgiving and Christmas because they feel some type of way because they lonely or whatever or they just reminiscing on the good old times. We do not need that. You were in the past for a reason. You were cut off for a reason. We ended the relationship for a reason. Unless God said that it is meant to be don't dial my number. Don't text my phone. Don't add me on Instagram. Don't add me on Facebook. Don't add me on Snapchat. I don't want to see you pop up nowhere. Mm. Okay? Because you got left several years ago. And you're trying to resurface. So, the point mm. is... Years ago. I'm saying years ago. Because at this point, nobody cares. Um, but the point is you have to be strong enough to know that you actually let go of something. And, and I think that's the biggest part. Um, my, my coworker says, sometimes we, uh, we feel that we're delivered for some, from something, but really that thing was just dormant. Meaning that there are times where we feel like, okay, God, like I gave this thing up, like this thing is no longer an issue. And next thing you know, like that conversation happens or uh, that person calls you or that what whatever the case may be. Um, and then all of a sudden you're right back into the same thing because you really didn't truly give it up. You really weren't truly delivered from it. It just stopped being at the forefront of your mind because there were other things that consumed your attention. But now that yeah. one came up and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, I thought I stopped cursing. Oh, man, I thought I stopped lying. Oh, man. I That's thought like I forgiving somebody whenever they do you wrong yeah. and then you don't see them for a while. And then you're mm -hmm. just like, oh, come sit with life, happy, whatever. And then you see them again and you're like, 
all those feelings come back. Like, why do I feel like this? I literally forgave you. And that's what yeah. it is. Like, we can't just... And sometimes it, it does help to block the person. Because when they are not in your mind and when they're not in, in your space, it gives you the opportunity to heal from it. But that's the thing. A lot of people start blocking people, but they don't take the time to heal from the the relationship ending whether it's a significant other whether it's a friend whatever it may be that caused you to say i don't want this relationship anymore you have to take the time to process okay i was friends with this person for years i was dating this person for years now i need to figure out how to how to take back what i gave to this person because that's what you do when you're in friendships, when you're in relationships, you give yourself to that person in multiple ways. So now you have to pick all those pieces back up. There's a healing process that has to happen. But a lot of times people just block people and be like, okay, I'm good. Let's go. I'm over it, blah, blah, whatever. And then don't process it. Don't deal with it. And that's when, like you said, Whitney, those things happen where you have unforgiveness and then they pop back up and all of a sudden you mad, you crying, you want to fight. Because you didn't deal with it when you had the time to deal with it when you blocked the person for a whole year. Facts. Cut him out of here. Snip, snip. But like, okay, question. Because everybody has also been asking, like, you're cutting this, you're cutting a person out of your life or you're trying to leave them in 2022 and then you get to 2023 and you're like, well, like, why is this situation happening again? And I was supposed to let it go, but it's not the same person anymore. Mm -hmm. But like, God just still wants you to like, what's it called? Like God wants you to like learn the lesson. Like how do you determine whether you should really cut them out of your life or if it's here to teach you something. Like, because I told myself that I was going to cut somebody off. Um, Not like anything like that, but like I said, I just don't care for the gossip. Um, And then they approached me on Sunday and I was just like, oh my God, leave me alone. Let me like run away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was crazy because you know I'm just kind of thinking like my response is is that I truly don't care for them please exit my life mm-hmm. please leave me alone but at the same time like I'm trying to figure out what lesson could this teach me yeah so Sometimes it's a, you, you ever heard that argument in the breakup? It's not you, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you. <laughs> if, if, if the thing, if the thing you're trying to get away from continues to keep coming back up, then that means that there's something that you're missing. There's something that you're avoiding. There's something that you're not dealing with. And God's trying to show you something through those people. Um, especially if it happens with different people, because then you can't just be like, well, you doing this again, I'm block you. Then you end up blocking everybody. Yeah. You know? It's just that I don't like to hear about other people's gossip. Like that doesn't intrigue me anymore. Like that's not where I am. 
in this life. Then and and you know what though, you're changing, but other people don't know. It's like I literally physically walk away. Like I'm literally walking away, and you're walking after me. Yeah. What can like, I do at that point? No, I hear you. But again, other people there are people who see the old Whitney and there are people who see the new Whitney. So those people might still know you as the old Whitney, the person who liked the tea. So their expectation in their head is Whitney's gonna listen to this, but they don't know that you have changed. So those might be the people where you actually have to physically say. Hey, I need to create this boundary. I don't want to have this conversation. And then when they see you consistently doing that, then they're going to be like, you know what? Whitney really isn't the same person that she was because before she would have listened, she would have engaged in this conversation and wouldn't have been an issue. But now she's pushing me off like that's weird. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes people can see the change and sometimes people like you actually physically have to point it out to them and be like, hey, hello. Like, dude, if I'm literally running away from you, like, like you want to, if I was him, I would be like, let me just, let me just walk away. Like, is this of any substance? Is anything that I'm saying of any substance to benefit Whitney? No, okay, let me just shut up then. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I guess people don't see it. It is what it is. Yeah. So just gonna have to change my approach, I guess. I just don't wanna be rude. That's my thing. So, okay. Test it out. Not on, not on that particular person. Test it out on your friends. Not in a mean way, but just say, like, hey, like, how does this sound to you guys? If I were to say this, how would you respond? Okay. But I think we I'm agreed. Were you talking I'm I'm I was about to start talking. I was kind of like figuring out exactly what I wanted to say to all oh. that because it sounds really good it was really uh um i don't even know the word i'm thinking of right now um point is i think that's a good place to like to to keep moving the conversation elsewhere because i think we're gonna get stuck on trying to describe all our goals and we could be here all night talking about our goals um, I just know that this year is going to be, this year is going to be something special. I know we say that about every year, but I feel like this year is actually going to be something special. And we've, yeah. and I feel like, I feel like one of the important things, I think what makes a new year or like the beginning of the year so cool is yeah, you, everybody wants to like make resolutions and stuff, but like, you got a brand new set of 365 days to live life with, you know? True. And all the things that maybe you didn't get done last year, 
Like had like like you were saying earlier, Joe, if you set the stage for these things last year, you can accomplish them this year. And I feel like that's something that's something we all have to take into account. Like just to push forward with these with these with all these new things we want to be able to get done. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to do and like not to not to be all uh what's the word not to be all preachy about the end of the world and stuff but time's not going any slower so yeah may as well get it done today another day you're living it's another day closer to you dying ain't that the thing that's morbid um (laughs) anyway on that note <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Another day closer to dying. Dang. I know when that hotline blink. I can only mean one thing. All right. So, in honor of it being a new year, we did not leave this in 2022. So, we are going back to the OG hotline where we would pick a number and we would ask somebody a random question okay so please pick a number between one and three between one and three oh i picked three okay whatever i'll pick number one because i'm number one all right (laughs) <laughs> okay, but the number really is one, so. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay. Um, I did it before y'all even picked y'all numbers. So, I think my biggest question, and it's actually for both of y'all, I really want everybody to answer. Um, so, Steve Harvey had this lit, uh, had this, like, proposal that, um, you know, write down 300 things that you want God to do in the year of 2023. What is your number one goal for God to do in your life specifically? Or on this channel, it doesn't matter. Oh. And I'll go first. Um, just being on I time. Answer your own question. Because I said it was for everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> being on time. Um, I don't want to say that I'm the late friend, but I'm. But you the late. I'm friend. never the on time friend. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to make sure that I'm on time. Um, for just like everything plus if you're on time like to events and to like parties and stuff i have literally witnessed people getting a gift card for just being on time or being early and like i never got a gift card because of it okay but i'm literally (laughs) i'm so determined to get a gift card at like a youth event or whatever because yeah, so I'm gonna start being on time, or at least try to. 
I know that it's probably going to break, but it is what it is. Okay, John. Um, let me see. My, uh, uh, my biggest thing for this year. Um, I don't know if it's the biggest thing, but I want God to be able. Well, I, I can't say I want God to be able because he's able to do anything. I want. I want God to shift the atmosphere at my job in a big way because I feel like a lot of us who work there are like, we're constantly drained by just like certain coworkers. It's not even certain coworkers. It's like, or just like the job description, the expectations of, yeah. Like the higher the pay up. is not it's, matching up to the expectation. That's probably. just one of the things. It's like it's that, and it's like we're the only store in Louisiana, so it's like oh. all the other, all the other stores are like they've got support, whereas we gotta we gotta basically tough it out on our own. And so good, reliable staff. So, it's like. It's hard for us to feel like, like all the time it feels like we're not, even though consistently they're like, oh, y'all store is doing so great, so great. But yet they'll come visit and then they'll be like, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. And it's like, first of all, y'all haven't even really given us the support as the only store in this state. So the fact that y'all expect us to do the same things that everybody else is doing as if every other store doesn't have like five or ten other stores in their in their general area is beyond crazy. But either way, just shifting the atmosphere on the job so that we can feel a sense of it so it doesn't feel like so we can feel at peace, you know. While we're at work. Bro, wait a minute now. Hold on. Because I said that about my job and all like the higher ups, they like quit. Maybe that's what they need. Well, if that's what needs to happen. <laughs> like, needs to happen. Literally, they quit. So just a heads up. Maybe promotion in your future or something. Hmm. Hey, come through, God. Look, if 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 that's what God wants to do, then all right. And last but not least, Janelle, tell us your uh-uh. goal. I don't. The okay, so I tried to rack my brain because I never like made the list. So like a bunch of stuff came at once, but if I honestly. As of right now, today, um, I think my number one goal, I want this youth ministry to take off. And when I mean take no, off, seriously, I, mean, I want us to be like 
on fire for God. Like I want the youth in our church to participate. I want us to grow. I want us to do outreach. Like there's so many things that I want us to do that like, honestly, like I just, I feel like this new youth ministry might be like the best thing since sliced bread. Like God, we talking tens, fifties, I'm trying to be like how UPC NAYC be bringing people yeah. on the like I'm trying to be like that for our events like that's we won't even have space in the church we got to rent outside places to have that's what events. I'm talking about that's <laughs> what I want and these people are enthusiastic and loving coming and they're growing not just in their spiritual life but in their natural life like we're helping each other Amen. We have accountability partners. We're lifting each other. We care about each other genuinely. We are not gossiping about each other. We're not spreading rumors about each other. We're actually truly brothers and sisters that want to be able to grow with each other. We're honest. We're open. We can talk about all of like the taboo subjects like we do on this podcast. Like we can address all of these things. And like, I just want it to be awesome. That's my number one thing. I definitely enjoyed hearing y'all's number one goals. Um, and we're going to keep that in our prayer journals. And we're going to see if it comes to pass. Because know. you know that God will always do everything above and beyond what we can even ask or think. So, absolutely. Yeah. This was you got fantastic. prayer journals because I don't have one of those. I have a. Pr- we need to make prayer journals. There's That's a must. That is a must. Okay. We're gonna make a. We're gonna make a prayer journal. <laughs> next, next triple C hangout is making prayer journals. Okay. This this is not necessarily a um. An add to the list, but. This is something I just want for this year for us as the Christian call center, including Brandy. We miss you, Brandy, to hang out more. Yes, facts, bonding trips, y'all. Definitely Let's agree. Go to Houston. <laughs> hey, no, that was random. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, not for real, because because your boy needs to leave Baton Rouge. <laughs> I no, I felt that. I want to be. That is a major goal for me. I want to be on trips every single time. Like I want people to be like, "Where's Whitney? Oh, she gone. Yeah. She's in Florida. Like even She's in Houston trips. Like she's no, in Jamaica. But, like no, no, but hold up. No, we could definitely take day trips because Houston is not far. We used to drive from Maryland to New York and take day trips and come back that night. Why can't we do that? Just take a random trip to Houston. Hang out out there, come back that night and be like, yeah, mini vacation. What of it? No, I literally just took a Whitney weekend getaway to Houston and came back. That was the best turnaround trip I've ever taken in my life. We should do that. So, yeah. I miss those. I miss them turnaround trips that we used to do. We used to be up in New York all the time and vice versa. When we lived in New York, we used to be in Maryland all the time. Just hopping in a car and going. We could do that. We're going to do that. We're going to plan. Most definitely. They're going to be like, where are y'all at? Don't worry about it. Gone. 
what what he said don't worry about it sweetheart don't right. worry about don't it don't worry about it, sweetheart we'll be back when you see us you'll see us but okay i think that's a good one john i think i think we should definitely put some stuff in the calendar for us to hang out spend some time together bond enjoy each other's company yeah man. And continue to grow as a team because we need that we definitely need that but on that note, time is far spent. We've been on here talking our butts off, and it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as always, we would like to thank you guys for spending your evening with us or whatever time you decide to listen. Thank you for hearing us as we talk about goal setting. We are back to our regular scheduled program where we are releasing episodes every other week. So stay tuned. And do not forget, we have changed our times. So remember, episodes will be released at 6 p.m. Central Time, not 7 p.m., 6 p.m. Central Time. And our afterburners will be at 7.45, not 8.45. So remember to be on time, people, because as Whitney said, that is a goal for 2023. Be on time because we would love to see you face in the place on Instagram Live. Follow us at Triple C Podcast. Triple underscore, all that good stuff. Um, we'd like to say goodnight from the operators. We'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Until then. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. That we are, that here, we are here at the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line. And we are online too. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night.